Welcome to the first episode of Farts in the Wind, a new nameless podcast. Uh, I don't know where to begin necessarily. This one's going to be a little bit odd because I'm doing this one solo. I'm not going to have anybody on here. I think that this is kind of the opportunity that I'm going to take to kind of talk about what it was, was my original concept for what the nameless was and how things have evolved and what all I really want to see out of the nameless and what I look for out of streaming and community building and all of that. So, uh, in the future though, we're going to be covering content creation, video games, a myriad of topics that are all within that same bubble. Um, and we're not going to, we're going to talk about mixer a lot because that's where I stream. However, all content platforms are going to be subject to these conversations because I think sometimes it's good to analyze what's happening in the entire market as a whole. Um, <clears throat> I think the, uh, the, the, the thought behind the name of this podcast was um, the idea that I think people take life so absolutely seriously and they never really kind of take time to just kind of, you know, enjoy the fact that uh, life is brief and that there are a lot of things that, you know, could be done. Uh, and just there's just so many options and so many other things that you could be spending your time on. And when things frustrate you to a certain point, I've never understood why people don't, uh, you know, either just move on or, you know, stop complaining about it. So, um just a real quick blurb. My, my story uh, really begins on Twitch a long, long time ago. Uh, I won't even remember. It was a couple years into when I was married, probably so four or five years. So that would have been about seven years ago, going on seven years ago. Um, I got on Twitch because I was watching a lot of Counter-Strike Global Offensive tournaments. I wasn't a streamer at the time. I was just a viewer. Um, and then I got really into watching Dota 2 international, uh, tournaments and all the different tournaments that are offered from the Dota 2 community. And that was when I decided I want to stream, like I want to stream my journey of learning how to play Dota and be a better player. Um, and that was just for fun. Uh, it only lasted a couple of months. I became extremely frustrated with it because I just, I had no options. There was no, there wasn't a lot of resources out there for people. It was just kind of like, here's the software and go. And so, um, I took a long break and then I started playing a game called Trove. Uh, and while I was in that game Trove, all of a sudden this message came up on my screen. Like it was coming from a, you know, a person who ran the software or, you know, a mod or a GM of the game. <clears throat> And it said, hey, come check out this stream at twitch.tv slash We're doing item giveaways. And of, sh of course, I want free stuff. So I went and checked it out. And um, I sat there and as I watched, uh, she now goes, goes by Ren. Um, as I watched her stream and as I watched her interact with chat, I realized that there was more to it than I understood at the time. And that was where I... Basically, um, I kind of I was inspired, right, to start streaming again. And so I talked to her. I said, yeah, I want to do this, but, you know, I don't want to self-promote, blah, blah, blah. So we kind of, you know, got off on a good foot, and it was great. Um, and then I kind of went off and did my own thing, started playing other games, didn't want to play Trove as much, uh, 
a lot of things happened. And then I, I kind of just was very casual about it, right? Like streaming was fun, but I had a full-time job, um, that I actually enjoyed, uh, to a degree. And, um, I, I wasn't like, it wasn't a need for it in my life. It was just kind of like a fun thing to do while I was gaming anyway. So fast forward, um, I'm playing several games. And then in 2017, uh, in May, I lost my job and that was a pretty hard moment for me because all the times before I, if I'd ever been in a point, uh, position where I was going to lose my job, um, it was usually like I was given notice. So like the company was being acquired. So I had time to like look for another job. Um, and I had openings and I had friends and other, you know, businesses and stuff. So I could kind of get my foot in the door easily. But with this one, it was an abrupt, uh, entire like team let go so they let an entire team out they were just doing it was a cost-cutting effort and i got caught in that and basically that kind of put me in a position where i was looking for a job so as i was on unemployment i was streaming during the daytime applying for resumes or submitting resumes everywhere applying for every position i could think of anything that i wanted and basically got a little uh, little traction early, but then it just kind of fizzled out. So basically, I was streaming all the time. And I decided in about October of 2017 to get a little bit more serious about it. And um, at the time, I was heavily co-streaming with an individual. Um, his uh, handle on Twitch is Captain Matt. And we streamed together for... Uh, the majority of our streams uh, kind of lined up because I was streaming in the evenings and he was from Japan. And so it would go like, I would go until two o'clock in the morning, my time. And um, it worked really well. And then Twitch uh, uh, kind of was, I, I, I was starting to have some frustrations with Twitch um, just personally. And uh, simultaneously in March, uh, a little bit before March, uh, Captain Matt had decided he was no longer going to stream. And so um, I decided to go over to the Mixer platform because that was one of the things that I was looking at. I was looking at what other platforms were doing and what I wasn't seeing Twitch do. And so I went over to Mixer and I tried it out. And in the first month, roughly, I had like, I want to say 450 followers. And that was so... uh, flabbergasting to me at the time because uh on twitch i had i was approaching 800 i believe and so i gained all you know half of the followership that i had on twitch in a matter of a month and that's you know over several times of starting and stopping and you know um over years uh on the twitch platform so i was like you know what i'm gonna stick with this and so basically fast forward um three months i applied for partnership i was declined and then um I then, you know, you fast forward again and then basically I hit 2200 followers in sometime in November. And then that was when I pulled the trigger again on applying for partnership. And then this time I was accepted. So I've been partnered for roughly two months now as of the uh, recording of this podcast. So we're still growing as a community. Um, I am I, I love what I've built. I love what we have built. Um, I think that there's 
been some inspiration from other communities on the Mixer platform that has kind of helped mold how we move forward. Um, I think that the reason that I ended up continuing with my own was through just kind of like a diversity and like mission statement. Um, and just some concepts that I wanted to, I wanted to flesh out on my own. And I knew that it would be really hard if I was in some kind of a committee type setting, uh, to flesh out. It would just, it would be, it'd be hard. I butt heads. So I decided to kind of do my own, uh, continue on my own path. And there's nothing wrong with what, uh, some of these other communities have done. In fact, I, I still envy them in a lot of ways. Um, but basically that's nostalgic and the growth of the nameless community up until now. Um, there's uh, so many things that I would love to say, and the community knows that I love to get on these soapboxes, but uh, I'm trying to think of where I want to start. So let's start with. Uh, so the next thing I really want to talk about were some of the missteps that I feel that I fell prey to. And I see a lot of people make mistakes by following the same footsteps. And also just to kind of talk about like just the idea of what being a streamer is. Um, the, the, the biggest mistake that I made like early, early, so this is years ago uh, in getting myself ready to stream and setting up my stream was that I was so obsessed with like the quality of my stream. And I was buying things constantly. I was spending money. And this is when it was just a hobby, right? It wasn't even like something I was approaching as a career. And I was fo so focused on that. And I wasn't focusing on the people that were in chat enough. I wasn't focusing on engaging my audience in ways outside of the stream itself. I wasn't focusing on a lot of things. And so the first one that I think a lot of people fall prey to is focusing on your equipment. Um, I think that if you have a stable internet connection and you have uh, a, a streaming PC that's above an i5, like if you have an i7 in your machine, you're probably safe to go out and do at least 7, 20, 30 frames per second and get out there and play video games and have fun, right? And I think that people get so focused into like the actual, I don't want to call it the business side, I'm going to call it the technical side of the stream that that they, they just, they, they lose out on the fact that it's just fun to play video games and hang out with people while you're playing video games. And so that's the first misstep that I think is constantly, constantly made is that, um, you know, and, and, and I guess what I'm saying is there's, there's also been this statement that says, well, for some people it provides like a layer of confidence or a layer of, um, you know, like, they just kind of feel like it's a safety net, right? Like it's going to hold them in a certain place. And I mean, if that's how you feel, I, I mean, obviously I'm not going to tell you you're an idiot. Um, I think that most people should do that. If, if that's, if that's what you need is you need that confidence boost, then go for it. But to me, um, the confidence boost I would rather focus on is that I am worth watching. I am actually good at doing what I'm doing and, and approaching it the way I'm doing it. And, and, and to me, that's the more important aspect is focusing on oneself. And I think that this is advice that goes beyond streaming. I think this is more of just a life advice type of thing. I feel like people focus too much on the exterior and not enough on the interior. 
um, just overall, it's just, it's just a, it's just something that kind of happens over time, I think. And people kind of get used to it. You get comfortable in your own skin. Uh, the, the, the second thing that I think a lot of people fall prey to is I feel like they, they start to look at other streamers and how they act on their stream. And this could be someone as large as Ninja or someone that influenced you and is smaller uh, to start streaming. It, but you, you start to look at those things and you start to try and like pick out like what is about it? What is it that I like about them? And you like start to like try to chameleon kind of assemble like a stream personality out of like all of these other stream personalities that you have um, you've interacted with in some way, shape or form. And I think that that sometimes lends people to being more toxic to get reactions from chat. I think that it lends people to be more reactive, overreactive, and it you can tell when it's forced as opposed to genuine. Um, I have even caught myself sometimes like forcing an overreaction, but then there are other times like some people will remember when I was playing Dead Space and a zombie, one of the creatures came up behind me and I scream at the top of my lungs. And I have not been that spooked and I don't spook easy. So um, it actually genuinely like I, my heart rate was high after that. Right. But what I'm getting at is that people think that this is what people want. They want that. Well then at that point, like the content that you're creating, if you're, if you're trying to do like that kind of an analysis and you're trying to look at what it is that people are liking out of live streaming, then, really what you're doing is you're trying to script it and you're trying to, you know, push something out that should really be, it would be better consumed as static content like YouTube or a podcast or something where you can be very, you can fine tune it, re-record it and do that stuff. For me, I think that the thing that you should be focusing on is more of a genuine personality type. I think that being you and gravitating all these people to you is much more beneficial and it just creates a better community because then you're always surrounded by, um, you're surrounded by people like you. Uh, I listened to professor Broman's podcast because the community, uh, recommended it to me and I started listening to it. And, uh, actually a very recent episode, uh, I heard a quote on there that was really interesting. It said, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And so for me, um, like I want to build where I'm putting people around me that I feel like are the things I want to be the average of. So I, throughout my time, uh, especially here on Mixer, I've had moments where I've had to make decisions. There was a time on Twitch that I had to make a decision where this person was actually monetarily supporting me very heavily. Um, you know, someone call him like a sugar daddy. Right. And this individual was just toxic to what I was trying to build and very counterproductive. And I had to let it go. Right. I had to let them go. I had to tell them like, you need to leave. And so what, what people need to realize is that there's so much more to this than just turning on a camera and playing video games. And I think that's the biggest thing that I fell prey to out of everything when I started streaming, that was the biggest thing I fell prey to. Um, and then there's another thing that people have heard me say as well on my podcast or, or not on my podcast on my, on my stream. Um, 
<laughs> people come in and they ask for streaming advice all the time. And it sometimes I seem frustrated, sometimes I seem perturbed or whatever. And it, it really what it really comes down to is, is that one, <laughs> no matter how hard I try and I tell you all of these things that you should be doing, just like when I was in their shoes and I had questions about what streaming was, people would tell me the answers and I would disregard all of them and think that I had the better way of doing it. And so in the end, it just created like this. It was a, it was a useless conversation to have with a streamer. And in the end, I wasn't listening anyway. So really the best thing to do is just get out and stream and learn. Um, I think that streaming is a lot like um, playing basketball or I'm trying to think of like an actual career, you know, where you just get better. Like, let's say you're a, a woodworker, right? Like as you do woodworking, you will enhance your craft. And I think that streaming is the same way. I don't think that you could just jump the first 30 hurdles. And I think that's another common misconception is that you can just be like, Oh, I went out and bought the best equipment. Oh, I've went and studied the mentality and actions of all these top streamers. I have, I have made leaps and bounds ahead of all these other people. And so as such, I deserve more. And it leads to a mentality of like um, people feeling like uh, they deserve something. And, and that's not really what it is. The reason that those people are large is because they didn't skip those first 20 steps. They actually went through and learned and honed their craft. And along that path and along honing that craft, they gathered these followers and those people are also on that journey with them. And so for me, I think that that is the, the biggest aspect of it all is just get out and stream and learn as you go. You can have your fun and you can tweak your equipment and you can buy new equipment. You can do all that stuff. But the, the most important thing is to just get out there and start streaming. It, it just, it just, it, it's so odd. Um, you know, on the fly here, I'm going to try and think like, <laughs> like if, uh, you know, driving, for instance, if all of your experience of learning how to drive was buying the nicest car and watching a bunch of other people drive and then thinking like you're going to be able to just pop a car and then like, you know, um, you know, go in reverse and do a 360 parallel park job in between two cars that are the exact distance that your vehicle is. I mean, you, you can't do that, right? You have to practice. You have to be able to just get the the spin maneuver down, the brake timing down, all of those things. So y you just can't jump ahead. That's not it. It's not, that's just not how it works. And so with that being said, the last thing I want to talk about was the concept of what I call necessities and sacrifice. And to me, the necessities to be a streamer are that you have to have a pulse, you have to breathe, and you also need to uh, have decent audio quality. I would argue that video quality isn't nearly as important as people seem to think. I think that having decent audio quality is really important. Um, and I think that those are like from a technical standpoint, those are the things that you absolutely need. Um, I think you need to have a level of bullheadedness that is definitely pretty extreme. And my wife would probably agree that I'm a pretty bullheaded person. And so it kind of helps in moving through because there are going to be some really, really, really low lows. 
and you need to be able to think like, I can make it through this. I can do this. And if you don't have that strength and fortitude and confidence in yourself and like a bullheaded nature, I don't think that you're going to get that far. Um, and then on the other side, we're going to talk about sacrifices. Uh, I think that sometimes people don't understand that if you want to have like some form of rapid growth that like you can just, there's like an easy button boop, and like, you know, uh, all of a sudden you're there and, and that's not true. Sacrifices have to be made. I personally are at the beginning, I sacrificed time with my family and now I'm not willing to do that. And so that also as that now I'm sacrificing my growth for that. And that's fine. That's an acceptable thing. It's something that I'm very happy to do because to me, spending time with my family is more important. Um, I think that there are sacrifices about what game you're playing. Um, I, I, I don't believe that Fortnite is an automatic path to growth on the mixer platform. I think that right now it's so saturated. It doesn't matter what platform you're streaming on that. There's no point in playing it. Um, I think that there are games and you can, you can do analysis if you want, but I think that like, it doesn't make sense to like see a, a directory that has absolutely no one in it and start streaming in it and be like, why is nobody watching me? Why am I not growing? Right? So there are sacrifice sacrifices that you have to make if you want to grow. But if you want it to be slow, I mean, there are tons of sacrifices I made for my growth. Like I sacrificed my growth for my personal convictions and ethics and theories about what I wanted my stream to be. Um, and I have no regrets for that. But I think that those sacrifices I made have helped me establish the community I want to establish instead of just growing for the sake of growth. Um. And that's, that's really what it comes down to is that, you know, I hear people say sometimes like, I don't have time to do X or I don't have time to do this or whatever. And the thing is, is we all have time. Listen, I know people who work 80 hour work weeks, they stream 30 hours a week and they spend 15 hours a week on social media networking and they're doing all those things and they still have time to send messages to me somehow and all that. Right. And they have kids and families. So it's all about like what you're willing to sacrifice. Those people most likely sacrifice a lot of sleep and I feel sorry for them, but that's what they do. Right. So you can make time. So that's the only thing, the only thing that you, you know, there is a finite amount of it in a day, but in the end sacrifices come from all sides and, and in all ways. And you just have to find where it is, find your center in that, in your journey, you want to find your center so that you can go through. And I feel like, with the least wounds possible, right? The least bloodshed uh, when you find like that perfect road to go down. And it took me a long time to find that. I don't think that that's something you find really quickly, which once again goes back to the point that I made originally, just get out and stream. With that being said, that concludes our first episode. Uh, stay tuned for another episode, probably within the next week. I'm going to see who in the nameless really, really wants to be a part of this. Um, and we're going to have a little bit more of a conversation about maybe what's going on in gaming or what we feel like is going on uh, in the streaming and content creation universe. Anyway, if you like this, share it with people you know. Really appreciate you stopping by. Um, you can also check out the Nameless website. It's not fully up and running, but you can go to the nameless.site. And you can also join the Discord. 
you can also go to mixer.com slash nostalgic to get links to all the ways that you can support us even further. Thanks again and see you next time. <laughs>